flying around shit! Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Welcome back to Nick and Jason's Excellent Podcast, episode number 54. I'm Nick. I'm Jason. This is a podcast for all things entertainment and everything under the sun. How are we doing, my man? Awesome! <laughs> Just got back from my vocal coach. <laughs> Look at that red line already. <laughs> That's how you know we're back. All right. What the fuck's up, man? Not much, man. How you been? Oh, good, good, you know. We say that like we haven't seen each other. <laughs> We've seen each other more uh, in the last week than I think we've seen each other in a long like, time. All year. Yeah. <laughs> Together. And, and we're just not getting around to doing a podcast. That's a good thing, though. That means we got plenty to yeah. talk about. And That's boy, it. do we ever. Right, right. What's uh, what's going on, buddy? Not much. I'm uh, enjoying my little staycation. Yeah. Uh, just been kicking back, watching a lot of movies and relaxing. That's it, man. That's Some, all you can do these days. Sometimes staycations are the best-cations. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to have one of those. You had it pretty nice, man. I ba- did. Bachelor for Bacheloring a, it up for a while. A couple weeks. Pretty nice. I We're, got to come over pretty often and chill. You did. So time. you got to you got to take advantage of my bachelorism. A little bit. What's been going on with you? You know, working. Wishing I worked less and podcasted more, but you know who uh-huh. the fault that is. We always cover it. <laughs> Whose fault would that be? <laughs> that would be you people listening at home right now, or in your cars, or wherever you're listening. Give if, us money. If they still listen, because it's been like forever it since has we been. recorded. <laughs> Actually, it's a le- shorter gap than between our last one. Is it? Oh, much shorter. It still seems like forever. Much, much shorter. But, hey, me and Jason have come to the uh, thought that uh, COVID just wrecked us, really. I think it did. It did. I think we didn't realize what it was doing to us, but the motivation of doing the show has just depleted because we used to have so many exciting things like going on that we were out doing and shows and concerts and trips and and stuff to talk about and get amped about and conversate about yeah, and, and when it's when it just turns into a show about television, which we love. There's some great TV, but we've never really done a lot of TV other than Game of Thrones on this show to begin with. Yeah, well, we always threw a little TV in there with, you know, music some, and movies. Yeah. But it was like, there was always this big event coming up that we could really talk about and get gain people's interest because other like-minded people like doing the same things that we do. And it just, uh, I didn't, I don't think we realized how much it was really affecting our drive to, to do the show by not having... You know, that carrot dangling out in front of us. And, uh, you know, just to come in here and talk about weekly television was starting to, you know, get redundant. And, like, yes, we all watch TV. We all we all have TV yeah, and we're all and, stuck in a pandemic. And it, it's it's just a weird... It's a, it's a weird medium for us to 
solely cover anyhow because yeah. we can only get together so often. Yeah. And then when Netflix or the streaming service releases a movie, if we don't get together until three weeks after that movie, it's do we even bother talking about it now? Right. Like, right, everybody's already talked about it. Yeah, so. but uh, no, that's pretty much where we're at. But I mean, you know. For how long, who knows? But the world's opening back up. Live events are happening again. People are going on vacations, and uh, it's it's starting to, uh, at least in, in that respect, it's starting to normalize a little bit. So we're able to uh, plan some things now. We got some things planned. Yeah, we might have something pretty big planned coming up. We might have something pretty big to talk about coming up. Possibly, we may even talk about it on this show. Maybe. You'd think we know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> You'd think. And you think we wouldn't think it would be a secret from our listeners like we're acting like it is. <laughs> if you're still out there, you know what we're talking about. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, that is HHN. <laughs> I was like, are you ending the show? What's going on here? Ladies and gentlemen, that is it. We're saying goodnight. Yes. Finally, after the long, long drought of any real entertainment for me and Jason, HHN is finally coming back. It is, and God, I can't wait. <laughs> and they have a, they're starting off with a hell of a lineup. Not all the houses and, and, and scare zones and all have been uh, listed yet, but they've, they've, they got some good shit coming up. They do, and we'll get into that in a little bit. We will. Uh, we had another little uh, event happen here recently, though, that we need to cover first. Yep, there's there's definitely a couple of things on this show we would like to get to, but uh, we had wanna... a bit of a movie night recently. Yeah, lead us in with that. Okay, so we had a little movie night at the house here in the uh, theater with me, Nick, and Nick's two lovely children. Thank you. And if anyone might remember, his son Jackson was on our show way, way back for Lego Movie 2, I believe. Yes. So we he loved doing that. It seemed like you all really liked having him. And we, lo- we love having, you know, Jackson be our special expert guest and opinion. Yeah. So after we'd watched a little movie called Space Jam 2 that the kids were super excited about, we got our expert opinion on from Jackson to do a review because Nick and I started thinking about it. And frankly, we're not the target audience for this movie. Exactly, It's a big movie. I, we did want to cover it a little bit, talk about it a little bit, but you don't want to hear two handsome 23 year old men <laughs> discuss <laughs> space jam too. It's aimed for the kids. And or that's, you don't want to hear us say it either. <laughs> yeah. You don't anyone around that age, even uh, <laughs> double that age or anything. Uh, so we decided to get Jackson's opinion on it, and we recorded that after our movie night, and we're going to go ahead and play that for you right now. So right now, coming up is our Space Jam 2 review with our expert guest, and we will be right back. All right, so we got a special guest in the studio to help us with this next excellent movie review we have coming up. We are reviewing Space Jam 2 with, obviously, me and Nick and... Jackson. All right, Jackson. The longtime listeners might remember Jackson from his amazing review of the Lego movie part two. And he did so good at it, we had to bring him back for Space Jam 2. 
Jackson, would you like to tell our breakers out there a little bit about yourself? What are some of your favorite movies other than the one we're about to reveal? Just so they know what you like. Mm, well, I'm usually into the Looney Tunes movie. You're a big Looney Tunes person anyhow? All right, so this one was right up your alley. Any, do you like anything outside of the Looney Tunes universe? No, not really. <laughs> I don't not, think that. Not right now, anyway. Yeah, so you're just full on Looney Tunes <laughs> now? Typical yeah. kid. They just, whatever's it they like right now is what they like, man. Yeah, but that's all they like. I didn't even know Looney Tunes had a resurgence. Like, uh, I didn't know it was a thing. It, I mean, you know, he he watched the old movie with Michael Jordan recently, and, you know, he's not. they're not real big into it. He's just, that's just how kids are. It's, it's whatever's hot right now, that's what they're into. Forget about what they liked 10 minutes ago <laughs> yeah. or what they're going to like tomorrow. It's right, I, like right now. I know. Even with my daughter being as young as what she was, my wife texts me and she's like, should we just start buying like Sarah's Christmas presents and setting them aside so it's not as much? I'm like, sure, but that's six months away. We have no idea what she's going to <laughs> yeah. like six months from now. Yeah. Like, I mean, he he when he was that age, literally, you could only put Yo Gabba Gabba in. Really? That was the only thing he would watch. Uh-huh. And when Christmas time came up, you could put the Elf on the Shelf thing in. That was it. That was really? it. Now, she's a little bit more than that, but she's definitely yeah. into Wreck-It Ralph right now. But Awesome. Anyhow. All right, Jackson. You ready to give us your thoughts on this movie? Yeah. We did all get together and watch this movie together as a big podcast adventure. Yes. Uh, so, Nick, uh-huh. I know we got some questions here for our expert movie reviewer. Yes. What would you like to ask him first? <clears throat> well, why, when you know I got to work the next day, do you and your sister stay up so late? Oh, a little family drama put on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean about the movie? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's exactly what I meant. I'll cover the movie question. Oh, okay, okay. Why does your sister fart so much? <laughs> That's got to be what you're feeding her. I think that's on them, right, Jackson? She's such a pretty little girl. Why does she fart so much? Well, when you're not at home, uh-huh. mom doesn't care what she eats. Oh. She eats a bunch of yogurt, so I think... Oh, it's the yogurt. Oh, the yogurt. She's eating too much of that um, flavored yogurt where yeah. you put the crumble stuff in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think she... Uh, she has a dicting problem with that. I think we'd have a real bad time taking it away from her because, boy, I've never seen a little girl just enjoy her fart so much. <laughs> I never knew that was a thing, but it is. She's huh. starting to give it. You got disease. that coming, buddy. Yay. Looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till the first time she, like, busts an adult fart. Like, you hear little kitty <laughs> farts when they're little. Yeah. But when they get a little bolder and they get that bass... It's like, how did that come from your little cavity? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I guess we could ask questions about the movie. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what we're here for. But hey, we can learn about All right. I think Josie's not here to be like, oh no, cut, 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 cut. First question. Do you have a girlfriend? <laughs> oh, let's get behind the table Blondes or brunettes? <laughs> Blondes. <laughs> no offense, brunettes out there or redheads. Yeah. Wait, we are. Say, we don't discriminate, Jackson. What? Yeah, whatever. 
Anyway, <laughs> all right, back to the movie stuff. Okay. Okay. So, easiest question out of the gate. Now, I know you saw the original movie. Yeah. Michael Jordan was the big star back then. Yeah. This was that was popular when me and Jackson were or when me and Jason were younger. Uh, now they did a whole thing over again, and LeBron is the big character in this one. Um, who was your favorite character in the whole movie? Which one? The old one? The new one. The new one. Besides LeBron, it will be Bugs Bunny and Daffy. Daffy, yeah, they're always funny together. Bugs and, Bugs and Daffy are I Daffy. forgot how much I liked Daffy Duck when I was younger until I saw him on the screen again. Yeah. He stole the show season. for me. Yeah, but him, him and Bugs always played well off yeah. each other. Yeah. Rabbit season, duck season, that kind of commotion is kind of my favorite. Awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So you really liked LeBron in this? Yeah. Yeah, you think he did a good job for be, just being an a athlete? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did a good job. This wasn't his first acting performance, was it? No, but it's, it's his first starring role. Yeah, it's the first time the movie's been based around him, but yeah. he's been in movies. He yeah. had a pretty decent role in that... I forget what it's called, and I even forget the comedian that was really popular, the female comedian that was really popular there for a while. Wasn't he in some Adam Sandler stuff or something? Probably. Maybe but he was, was in that girl's train wreck. That movie Trainwreck. Oh, he was, yeah. He, he had a pretty he big... He had a pretty decent role in yeah, that. Yeah, he had a pretty big yeah. role in that. Yeah, Bill Hader was his doctor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, well, that's a great answer because Bugs was basically the... Uh, star of the show. The he's star, mo- yeah. He's mostly the Looney Tunes CEO. Like, <laughs> the owner. <laughs> he yeah. basically is. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. He's definitely the leader of the group. The next question, I mean, it's, it's pretty much a no-brainer for me, but what was your favorite scene in the movie? Well, how many favorite scenes do i get like oh, as many as you want but what was the what was the what's what do the, you think was the biggest part of the movie to you what's the, the first part? one that comes to mind then we can talk of some other scenes you really liked um maybe at the last dunk ron did when the poster eyes happened do you mean like the whole end part where they had the game yeah 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 when it comes down to the big matchup at the end it's an epic uh, like, what do you think, Jay? Like an epic, like forty-five minutes. It was long. It, I, I mean, mean, it was. It was it literally was like a quarter hours. of basketball. Or something. It, it was. I mean, it, it was probably longer than that. It probably uh, was. It I was would like say it was probably minutes, the last yeah. 30, 30 to forty minutes easily of the movie. Yeah, easily thirty minutes. It was minutes. only yeah. two yeah. hours long. Yeah, yeah. So. But man, that, I, I, did, I didn't expect the final showdown to be that long. It was. It was a really long portion of the movie, but it was great. Uh, we won't get too far into detail, but. Um, there was just a lot of surprises at the end. Yeah. What, uh, oh, let's see here. So you watched the old movies. Yeah. Who do you think did a better job? Michael Jordan in the original or LeBron in the new one? Well, I'll say LeBron straight up. Yeah. Michael Jordan, he was too chill. He didn't do <laughs> yeah. good acting. Yeah, well, film's come a long way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I th- yeah, I think the ability for a novice to be a actor is a little easier now than what it was then. And plus, he's working the hardest way to work with like characters that aren't there. Yeah, and that's the hardest way for an actor to work. And LeBron but nowadays did, they have ways of making that easier, making it a little easier. You have something to look at. Yeah. There's usually a stand. They figured out all the tricks to yeah. doing this now. Plus, yeah. LeBron did get the for forty minutes of the movie didn't have to act. 
Yeah. Just voice act. That's right, yeah. yeah. A lot of it was cartoon. I hope LeBron hears this. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Me too. Because yeah. if he heard it, a lot of other people did. Yeah. <laughs> so Jackson, if you if you have any pool with LeBron out there, just make sure you get this to him. I know, I know you're pretty big in the Hollywood community. You are our expert movie reviewer. It's been two years since I've been on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, but you've taken off since then. So I guess this is a no-brainer as well. What did you like better, the better the first movie or the, or the new one? New one. Yeah, I figured. Of course, they yeah. had way more cool effects. There were yeah. so many people doing that job. I don't think anybody at this table is going to disagree with that. That was definitely a better Yeah, movie. there's a lot of people our age that act like the first one was a classic. Yeah. And it was as a kid growing up, but yeah. it, Michael was pretty bad, yeah. it, to be honest with you. Yeah. I, I honestly think that movie was a, a little too young for me and you when it came out. I think it was. I think we were already like pushing let's, 20 or something like that. Let's also uh, make sure that Michael Jordan doesn't hear this. You know what? If Michael wants to hear this, he can hear it too. <laughs> yeah, but it's just gonna break his I heart. think Michael only hears like the sound of like a cash register. Yeah. <laughs> and we probably owe him money for mentioning his name. Yeah. <laughs> so let's hope he doesn't hear this. Yeah. He just made twenty five grand just by saying us saying his name. She just through <laughs> just the anything. ether. Yeah, just through just, the ether. It went out through the air and it just money landed <laughs> in his account. Just the only time you say Michael And Jordan's he's already name. gambled it. Yeah. <laughs> He, he's already betted on golf. <laughs> Anytime you say Michael Jordan's name, Michael Jordan hears a ring. <laughs> All right. Anytime his name is spoken means he gets another twenty five thousand. <laughs> I want that life. I want Me too. <laughs> and you know who could give it to us? Our listeners. Oh yeah. Please give it. Is there anything about the movie that you'd like to just say out there to the people that as that would make them want to go see it? If someone was asking you, should they see this movie or shouldn't, and why, what would you say? You should see the movie, and, well, you should respect how many people actually did this, because this probably took, like, I don't know, maybe a week, or maybe a week and a month to make this movie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're on the right track. I like where you're going, and you should just show respect to the people that put in the hard work to, to make this movie possible. Excellent. Yeah, there was. I mean, we saw at the end of the credits. I mean, there's so many names for like the technical department. Yeah, the acting credits were like 12 people, and then the technical department was like 7,852. Oh, it was so ridiculous how many people were there. But, uh. Yeah, still respect them and watch the movie. Yeah. All right. It's going to take a long time to get used to it. On a scale of one to two. One to two? Yep. One being don't see the movie, two, two being, being see, it. see the movie. What on the Nick and Jason's excellent podcast scale of one to two? What do you give the movie, Jackson? Two. All right, two all the way. Even though our opinions aren't as experty yeah. as Jackson's, we'll give yeah. ours. Nick, would you give it a one or a two? I'd give it a two. Now, Jason. I would give it a two as well. Yes. See, me and Jason thought rather than us two old fogies come on here and talk about a children's movie and pretend. Yeah. We know what kids like. Or that the movie was made for us. We thought we'd bring a kid in to do the job for us. There was a lot for the adult version of it. There was a lot of Easter eggs, a lot of other characters thrown in there. But let's not pretend. This movie isn't made for us. 
our opinions of this movie really shouldn't matter as much as the target audience. So we, we, yep, we wanted to bring in the target audience for the review. And, let, and let's be honest, last time we had Jaxel, it was our highest played episode. So At that time, yeah. yeah I fully expect so this to be our we highest We really played need episode. a boost. So. Yeah, so Jackson, get on the phone to LeBron. <laughs> Make sure he pushes this out in the Twitterverse. Plus, if you really like playing basketball and you have a hoop outside and you just play basketball outside a bunch, you're going to love um, this movie. Yeah, you have played a lot of basketball leading up. Or to this. if you really like video games, I've noticed oh, that yeah, he's been playing yeah. basketball a lot more leading up to this movie. Yeah, yeah, he's been I get there. that. Yeah. I've been playing basketball and playing video games. Not to mention, lot. we cleaned out the aisles at the toy store. Yeah, what all have you gotten for this movie, Jackson? Oh my god, we got so many. things. I know you showed up yesterday yeah. in a pretty sweet. Was it Taz? Yeah, costume. Yeah, Taz was great. always my favorite as a. Yeah. Oh, he got the hard action figures. He got the plushy toys. He got the tag outfit, the blankets. The, yeah. So, I mean, he got everything. Yeah, that might. So, there are only like five different plushies that were on the basketball team. Yeah. And they were at Walmart. So, they were Bugs Bunny, Tasmanian Devil, which was a pillow. Uh huh. Um, LeBron James, of course. There was more than any other ones. Yeah. And. Tweety and Lola Bunny. Yeah. Yeah, and all of them, there was like mostly Bugs and Tasmanian Devil and LeBron. That's yeah. right. Yeah, there was only three of them that were mostly. And you even just go to McDonald's a couple times because McDonald's has the toys right now too, right? Yeah, I've been trying to get all of them. <laughs> yeah. But then I forgot it's been weeks, so maybe I missed all the toys. So. Well, I think what we've learned here is McDonald's, Walmart, give us some sponsorship money. Yeah, we're doing we're doing your work for you, you right now. Just plug new, just help yeah, us out. And LeBron, share this. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, LeBron. Walmart, I don't want to work in the warehouse. I've heard stories. Just, <laughs> yeah. We don't want to work for we'll, you. We'll just, we just want you to money. pay us yeah. I'd to like talk to have about some insurance. You. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get more money, more customers, and then you'll get enough money to pay us each. One That's three. right. I mean, I feel like it's, yeah, it's Jackson reasonable. wants on the payroll now. I feel like it's reasonable to expect our first sponsorship to be Walmart and McDonald's. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Why I mean, wouldn't it be? Start small. Yeah. We're not asking for Amazon here. Yeah. <laughs> well, Amazon's <laughs> just something you order of, and you can't just go go drive to Amazon and get it because it's just an entire warehouse, and you have to order it, and then you gotta wait for a longer time and. When a movie comes out, you're not prepared. There you go. Man, so, Walmart really should pay us for advertising. Well, Jackson, in closing, uh, enough about this movie. We've all given it our stellar review. Everybody go see the movie. It's great. Or watch it on HBO. Uh, what is it? Max. HBO Max. Max. Yeah. And uh, anything. It's the summer. You're off school. Is there yeah. anything coming up you're looking forward to doing that you're excited about or anything? Hanging out with my friend Butch and doing Butch's sleepovers at his place and my place yeah. is what I'm looking up to. That's what you're looking to do? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we just had your first sleepover. All right. It was a success. Yes. All right. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. I'll take some of that. Yeah. All right. We got a big beach trip coming up. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, summer's on. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> the summer of childhood. 
Excellent. I missed those. Well, thank you for joining us on our show. We're we're glad you lended us your skills. Action Jackson, the Jack Daddy. <laughs> Maybe sometime we'll get you on that PS5. <laughs> That's how we entice you to play some PlayStation. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, say bye to everybody, bye. Jackson. Goodbye. <laughs> All right. That was a wonderful, wonderful review of Space Jam 2. I hope you all really enjoyed that. And we got right into it because we had some pre-recorded stuff and we have a big show to get into. But I don't want to go too much farther without doing what, you know, we need to do here, Nick. What's that? We need to take a nice little two-second break to our favorite event in the world. That's right. HHN. And also to that stellar review. To that stellar review. So here's to Jacko. Showing us up every time he steps (laughs) into the studio. So he's not invited back. (laughs) Nah, he always is. He loves doing the he loves doing the podcast. Um, I know this is only the second time we've we've brought him in to do it, but like um, he's really into these like every other kid into these YouTubers and stuff. So he really thinks that he wants to do that. And uh, just later that night when we recorded his part, he um, he was calling me later that night because he was with all of his little friends, and he was like, "Did you?" Did you post the podcast? Can you post it? <laughs> like, first of all, I don't want you sitting around with your friends listening to, <laughs> Ooh, yeah. cut to it this off. podcast. Cut it off immediately after. I'll, if you ever want to hear this, I'll let you and your friends listen to your part, and that's it. But, yeah, you're not listening to our full podcast. The language is not too great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's you're, something for the kiddos. Yeah, yeah. But I just thought it was funny how he was like so excited just to hear his little part. I remember what that was like when you were young. That, that kind of shit gets you so excited. Oh, yeah. You, know? you, you think you're awesome. Yeah. Oh, that would just last. That would last him a year, you know? Yeah. <laughs> he used to feel like a star for a year just off of that <laughs> five-minute clip. But, uh, I wish we were. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> but anyway. But, that yes. Was, that was exciting. Good. Yeah, let's but, move on. Yeah, we have Halloween Horror Night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Told you, I've been with my vocal coach. I'd get your money back. <laughs> um, is that what we're going with now? You want to do that? I think that's what we're going stuff? with now. Okay. Saving the other one for the end? I think so. All right, cool. Let's get into it, man. So, Halloween Horror Nights is in full effect. Yeah. Just had some big announcements coming up. They started announcing stuff about a month or so ago. Tickets are on sale, not multi-night tickets like Nick and I buy. So we're holding out on buying our tickets just yet. But multi-night tickets should be coming out soon. And then we'll have our date nailed down for when we're going. Yeah. And I can't fucking wait because we (laughs) missed it last year. Well, we didn't miss it. Everyone missed it last year. But goddamn. Yeah. Since the day we stepped foot in that park for the first time, this is the longest we've ever gone without being there. I just knew from the first time we took a trip there that it was going to become a regular thing. I didn't realize how regular and how much it was going to mean to us. But um, just the idea that... Because I didn't foresee us taking off a year for anything. Anything. For, for, for a long time. We always agreed, unless it was there was something you know bad in the family or... Or health reasons or something. That we, would be the only reason we ever did it. And we always agreed the plan would always be to go. Yeah. 
yeah, if we could if we could make it, we would we would definitely try. But uh, you know, who nobody foreseen what what was going to happen. And uh, last year, we were even debating on going up till the time they they canceled it. Yeah, because there for a minute it was like teetering on whether they were going to have it. I think it was teetering at Universal. They I was reading about it and they canceled it on a Monday. But that Saturday before that Monday, yeah. they had a team in there installing the lights for the uh, scare zones yeah. on top of the buildings. It was just at that time where nobody really knew yeah. what it was going to be. And uh, once all the major things started shutting down, uh, that was it, man. So, what are you going to do? That's a lot of Nothing employees you, you got to take but... care of, a lot of people you got to think about. Yeah, it was the right call. But yeah. we're back. Let's We'll move on from that horribleness other than we'll only mention that in that keep mentioning how excited it makes us for this year because yeah. we haven't been in that parking for forever. It's hard to not. Yeah. It's hard to not talk about. You have to. The lack of going uh, to when you involve the excitement of actually getting to go back into that park because it's our, what we call our happy place because me and Jason literally, like we've told you before, so we, 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 we knock 10, 15 years off of our age when we go there. It's like we, we turn, turn the clock back when we walk into that park and we feel like we're, we're you know, kids again. And, uh, and we haven't had that feeling for, yeah. And when you take that away from us, you know, we were just kind of, there was definitely, it felt like something was, was definitely missing. And, uh, and, and not I, just the actual time we're at the park, but the texting back and forth of, yeah, oh, we're going to do this. Yeah. Oh, we're going to, oh, did you see this announcement? And it changes my lifestyle for a few months leading yeah. into it. I, I start, you know, taking better care of myself and start like, it really does like change the way I and do You know, things. we're only about 45, 50 days out from when you and I would be going. <laughs> yeah. 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 Is it really? Is that all it is? Yeah. So. Well, from the start of the event, and we usually go the third week, so we're probably about two months away. About two months? A little bit over. Damn. That's crazy. Actually, about two months from when we're probably gone. I can't believe that in two months we're going to be walking through the gates. I know. And we're not, we always talk about HHN on here. Man, we're just universal people. Yeah. Like, the rides are, it's been two years since we've gotten to, be on Transformers or Green oh, Gods. I, thought, I or, thought you meant Universal. Like we're Universal people. Like oh. anybody can fuck us. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. The rides. That's what I mean. <laughs> Nick will ride anybody. <laughs> I'm just one long line for a mustache ride. <laughs> uh, anyway, no, we are. We're Jackson. Definitely. Turn it off. <laughs> yeah. Jesus God. <laughs> but yeah, man. It, it's definitely been lacking from our lives, man. And just the thought, you know, I'm starting to get those little itches and those feelings, those out of body feelings of like being in the park again and stuff. And it's just like, there's nothing like it, man. I just, you know. And the, like I said, since the very first time you and I went to that park, this is the longest we went without being back. And that first time was just a one day trip without HHN. Right. Yeah. We just, we actually just squeezed that in between some concerts and uh, that was supposed to be like the uh, just something to do while we were waiting for the concert. Yeah, because we had a concert in Orlando the next day. Yep. And yep. I was like, I think we should do this. Right, right. And uh, it ended up being something me and him would do for years to follow. And so uh, I'm I'm just so stoked, man. Uh, 
just the the idea of going. I mean, even if something would come up and, and deter us from going, just the idea that we, as of right now, we think we're going. And we're going to keep talking yeah, about it. It just and... makes me feel like uh, it, it definitely changes your thought patterns and your the way you live can... your life. and. With eight, pushing HHN even aside, I just can't, I keep thinking today, especially since we started talking about it, that moment we walk through the gates and walk to Simpsons, because that's always the first ride we do, yep. and just walk there, and it's just, and it makes me happy. Just every little thing, man, the, the E.T. ride, the uh, the bar we always hit up outside the Simpsons on our way over to uh, the other park, or to do the Harry, the Harry Potter rides, or like or transformers and that stuff like and just like just every little thing uh that we do our little routines we do through the park and then when the night comes it's halloween horror night oh. baby when we're, and then it feels like a completely yeah. different park than what we just left we go back to the hotel clean up and it's it's like pre-gaming all over again for the next portion of the day like uh it's just it's such a cool thing man like i can't i can't wait i hope it, i hope Nothing bad happens that keeps us from going this year, but uh, should be pretty dope, man. You want to talk about it? I do, because we got some big announcements. Uh, you want to just do them in the order they gave them to us? We can do that. I know a lot of this has already been talked about, but we wanted to wait till we had enough compiled to where we could make a show out of it. So here we go. So the first announcement we got was sort of like a halfway announcement, kind of? Yeah. I th- uh, uh, right? Top one? Oh, yeah. I guess. Did that we get was, that, that first? Kind of first right? Okay, then we'll go with that. So the first announcement we got, I think you're right, it was first, is A Little House based on a 80s movie? That was 80s, right? Yeah, it was like 80s, not 87, 89? I believe so. I yeah. I was Beetlegeist. <laughs> now, House be- uh, Beetlejuice, which we didn't mention this during the craziness of last year, but HHN did do two houses during the day, the entire time. And then for Halloween weekend, they opened up a third house that you went through during the day. And that house was Beetlejuice. So they, some people have experienced this once, but Nick and I have not. And what are you thinking of this? I mean, the, the kid in me loves it. I mean, I, I was a huge uh, Beetlejuice fan. I'm probably actually due to watch that movie soon. My, my kids are getting to that age where they might be able to stomach it. So, um, yeah. So this is what a Universal has to say about it. Say it once, say it twice, say it three times. It's time to turn up the juice and see what shakes loose. As the ori- man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody Mary. Yeah, 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 yeah. As the original film comes to life, more twisted and terrifying than ever, Beetlejuice will haunt, taunt, and send you screaming out of the haunted house. He'll tor- torment you as you wander checkerboard hallways and abandon you to your fate in the Lost Souls room. He'll menace you through a model graveyard and join in the fun of Dante's Inferno. Be part of the infamous dinner party scene and witness Beetlejuice's chaotic wedding. It's showtime. Yeah. I love it, man. I, this is a... Uh... This isn't going to be the scare house. This is going to be the fun one. So, I mean, normally they just the attention to detail in houses like this is immaculate. They, I think, I think where they lack in scares, they make up for and nostalgia. Like nostalgia, and this one just has so much to look at. There's gonna even if there's not a lot of scares going on, there's just going to be a lot going on. Yeah, I mean, Beetlejuice was. I mean. When you think Tim Burton, that's pretty much where my mind goes, right? Like, I think that was his most, 
uh, that's his most Tim Burton movie, I think. I think has. so. I mean, it's definitely, maybe it's our generation, but it's what I think of. Some people might think of, like, Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. Well, no, but, that's probably, like, second on my mind. Yeah. But like, uh, I just think with his style, that's, I mean, you point, if somebody says, what's, what's Tim Burton do? I'd point him to Beetlejuice be like, that's what he does. Uh, yeah, and that's pretty much, I mean, that's a perfect encapsulation <laughs> yeah. of what a Tim Burton movie looks like. And walking, th- knowing what HHN does, walking through a Tim Burton house yeah. Is pretty awesome. Yeah, that's a marriage made heaven. Any particular scene? I know you said you need to revisit the movie. Any particular scenes you know you want to walk through? Oh, I wonder what they were going to go with. I mean, you almost feel like they got to do the dinner scene with the lobsters. Well, they said that in there that you will go through the dinner scene. Yeah, okay. So that, that was such a prominent part of the movie. Uh, I'm guessing, like, maybe they'll have, like, the little village the toy village the, i'm thinking that with the yeah, graveyards yeah, and all yeah, that yeah. uh they probably have a little beetle just lit up lincoln or something like i almost said last year but i guess it was two years ago they were very big on between multiple houses of having like giant puppets like the stay puff marshmallow man yeah. there was another house that had something huge i forget what it was right. but uh i definitely see a giant puppet of that worm Right. That attacks them when they would go outside. The staircase that's like a snake of Beetlejuice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the sandworms. You'd think they'd have to do something with that. And they mentioned the Lost Souls room. We'll definitely walk through that where... Right. With the probably the football team yeah, and the... Yeah. Yeah, that's just there, like there's the, some cool visuals. The closet opening up when the, the couple has the stretched out faces and all that stuff, like... I'm, I'm sure all that's going to be there. This will be a fun, this will be the fun house of the year. Yeah. It'll be the, it won't, I don't think it'll register near the top of either one of our favorite houses when it's all said and done. Yeah. But it's just going to be that, fun. it might be the one we walk through the most because we yeah. tend to walk through the fun house the most. Yeah. But, I mean, they're doing it back to back years, so maybe they're proud of this one. So we might, we might, uh, might change our mind. Yeah, might be shocked. I mean, not shocked. I expect it to be good. It's just. Yeah. Beetlejuice used to have his own show at the park for many years. Yeah, so, so you know they got the costume down. Yeah. It's gonna the acting's gonna be superb. They probably had all the props and were like, "Hey, let's do this." <laughs> yeah, it's graveyard review or something. I think the show was called. We never saw it. We're not big show people. Right. But uh, yeah, I think it'll be a really good good one. Yeah. It'll be a the like I said, it'll be the fun house. Everything we covered that we want to see, I think, will definitely be there. Yeah. Oh, show. Just won't. It'll be light on scares, but that's fine to have a few houses like that every year. All right. So the next thing, big announcement, even though it was sort of, that's the one I was referring to as the half announcement. Jack is back. (laughs) So Jack the Clown, uh, Universal doesn't do this a lot of years, but they have what they call Halloween Horror Nights icons. And Jack is the icon of all icons. Yes. He's the one that's been back the most. He's kind of the ringmaster of the whole event when he's there. And this year they announced that Jack will be around the park in general, I do believe. Yeah. And then have his own scare zone and his house. But they have not really given out any information on what the house is or what the scare zone is. Yeah, they really did make it sound like that he was going to be popping up around corners all throughout the park and stuff. So. And they, they made it very big big point of saying this isn't about Jack's future. It's to honor the past incarnations of Jack. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't, I didn't, Nick and I only have only seen him once because he was the icon for 25 the first year we went. But apparently the two other times he was there, he looked a lot different. So the first time he was just kind of a straight up clown. Yeah. The second time he was a little weathered. And the time you and I saw him, he was just straight up evil looking clown. Yeah. They've made it a big point to say that you will see all three of those kinds of jacks throughout the park. Oh, cool. So you'll get, we'll get to see an inter incarnation of Jack that we haven't seen yet. That's awesome. Well, I, I'll be honest. Uh, until they did that announcement, it was still up in the air with me whether or not this was even happening, or I was even going to get excited about it because nothing seemed like official for some reason until they released Jack is back. When they did that, I mean, regardless of if they had it planned to do already or not, who knows? But it was definitely a good marketing ploy because that's going to draw back. A lot of fans that that really enjoyed twenty five, HHS twenty five. That's going to draw a lot of people back right there, just bringing him back as the icon. So. And just having an icon in general, a face yeah. to the event. And what, right? Did is that the only icon we see? No, they did they chance did. the next year, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. And then since then, there hasn't been an icon. I wonder if she'll be back. I don't know. They didn't mention Chance, but you would think if they're doing 25 Jack, then Chance will be right there beside him at some point. Chance killed Jack at 25, right? Oh, yeah. At the, at the and, last night of 25. And she lived on to the next year. Yeah. But uh, maybe there'll be a little uh, reunion. There is rumors of an icon house, so maybe that'll be Jack's house, and he'll be like the ringmaster of that house right. and like the leader of that. We just don't really know, but I know I'm pumped. I'm excited to have an icon back, period. Yeah. I, I, that really made the event feel. Like there was a face to it, like and they've spent time on the backstory to Jack and his lore. It's kind of like Universal's their their baby, you know. It's, it is without a yeah. doubt. And uh, when people get when people are, are like geek out over this event like us, which a lot of people do, this is a very big event to a lot of people. When they when they take this event like personal, like we do, they uh, I mean, this kind of stuff means stuff something to them. Yeah, you know, and they like to hear the lore and the backstory. The I know a little bit of the backstory. I know. He was a murderer yeah. in his regular incarnation, and he worked at a traveling carnival right. and basically buried the bodies there. Supposedly, this gentleman named Dr. Oddfellow, which is who owned the carnival, found the bodies and tried to confront Jack and ended up murdering Jack yeah. and hiding the body in one of the things. Well, the car- traveling carnival fell apart, and supposedly a film crew was filming at the abandoned carnival site and uncovered where Jack's body was and it brought him back to life and he's been that version of Jack ever since. <laughs> Basically trying to get revenge on Dr. Oddfellow, which I think was part of Universal 16 when Jack first got there, was him trying to get revenge on Dr. Oddfellow and they've built on that lore ever since. So it's pretty awesome that they have such a a strong backstory for him. You can tell they're proud of this one yeah. and they really want to feature him. I can't believe they haven't done a movie of it yet. <laughs> I know. Cause it's in that ripe for a movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. But man, that's, that's definitely, uh, that was definitely the catalyst for getting me adjacent, like pump, pump. This yes. And I just think back to 25 and that's the first year we went, man. And I the, still say to this day, uh, 25, uh, it, it'll always have a special place in my heart because it just that was the year that really drew us in where we were like this is fucking so fun you know and uh and that was what man has come back year after year i, I believe oh yeah, yeah. and I, in 
it's hard to say that was the best year because it was also our first, so it has that special place. Yeah. But I still think it might have been. It was pretty solid. The best year we've been to. Yeah, uh, it was. Great. Well, they 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 pulled out all the stops and they did more houses than they'd ever done before, and the houses were so detailed. And I mean, it was just like they really put their time and energy because it was their twenty fifth. Yep. You know, and uh, that was a big year for them. So the years leading up to thirty was kind of like. It didn't seem. Some of the years seemed like they weren't as cohesive as others, but like and I think twenty five was very cohesive. I think like, that's the lack of an icon tying it all together. Yeah, the icon really does tie it together. And it, even if the houses have yeah. nothing to do with each other, yeah. just the fact that there's a face to the event makes right. it feel like everything's tied together. I wish they could do an icon every year. Yeah, I, mean, I agree, and I'm I'm excited to have one back. I'm excited to see if that kind of dries up our or yeah. drives up our excitement for it while we're there right uh i think jack's gonna get a show we know academy of we know for a fact academy of villains won't be back okay that they're they're no longer oh they broke up they are they're disbanded due to a lot of just people read about it online but a lot of complaints to of the owner and the leader of it and harassment and really and just being just yeah a lot of things Hard to deal with or something. Well, yeah, just a lot of things. But they've 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 broken up. They are no more. Huh. Even if they were back together, I think with all the the controversy surrounding that guy, Universal wouldn't bring them back right now. Right. But they're definitely not coming back because they don't exist. So I think we're probably going to get that Fear Factor stage show as a Jack show. We'll still get the Water show most likely, huh. which was awesome. Yeah. And then I think we'll get Jack doing a stage show for oh, thirty. Oh man, I hope they do the Water show. That'd be sick. It would. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm kind of curious to see the uh, the board identity show. Oh yeah, we'll definitely watch that. That's that's that a new thing. Really cool. It yeah. does. It, well, you and I aren't show people, but that looks like the type of show that would grab yeah. us because it's got some technology involved. Yeah, the and, moving parts and stuff is very cool. Man. Yeah, and moving even if we don't like and... love the acting side of it, we're just gonna love seeing all of that. Yeah, it's something to do. It's definitely cool. Especially something to do inside. Yeah, get, get out of the heat for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely check that out. Maybe even more than once, depending on what we think of it. Yeah, it looks pretty cool, man. All right, buddy. All right, we're flying through these. We covered Jack. What we got next? What, what little house did they announce next that might have sealed the deal with us going? I would... Is it... So there's a hill, right? The house is on top of something. <laughs> we just talked about Beetlejuice. Oh, okay. No, the <laughs> the the greatest announcement for Nick and I, anyone that's friends of this podcast knows we love this show back in 2018. It was rumored it was going to be a house last year, which obviously is probably true now that it's a house this year, but The Haunting of Hill House was announced. That deserves a two-second break. It does. Let's <laughs> two-second break that one. Here's out. the haunting of Hill House. All yeah, right. This one sealed the deal. Oh, it, yeah. There's no way. We cannot, <laughs> yeah. we cannot miss this house. Yeah, I'd be uh, mad if I missed this house. I see a lot of people online being like, I just don't know how they're going to make a house out of it. It's a fucking haunted house. It was a house. <laughs> like, now, granted, a lot of it didn't take place in the house. It did, but, but it, it ended up in the you house. You can literally just deviate a little bit from the 
show or even only show things that were in the show and still build an entire house out of it, of the things that just took place in the house. Right. <laughs> uh, that's a good question. I'm going to read this little little blurb they have, and then we're going to talk about something. Go for it. It stands like a brooding creature waiting for its victims. Enter the decaying remains of an age, aging mansion that lives, even if all who dwell there are long dead. Step right into Netflix supernatural masterpiece, The Haunting of Hill House. Each unsettling room, each darkened hallway takes you deeper and deeper into your worst nightmares. Come face to face with the tall man, the bent neck lady, the ghost in the basement, and more. Enter the red room and you may find yourself spending all of eternity listening to the sound of your own screams. (laughs) Anyone out there that wants to know what Halloween Horror Nights is all about and the detail we talk about, go to blog.universal.com and look at the Hill House blog. It comes with a lot of pictures of what the house... This is actually pictures of the haunted house, not from the show. And you can see the detail they put into this bad boy. Yeah. Uh, But what I want to talk to you about that didn't even occur to me until just now. Do you think this house is just going to be contained to only the parts of the show that took place in the house? Like, are we going to walk? Is it going to feel like we're in Hill House? Or is there going to be scenes that from the show that didn't take place inside the house? Um, Because there's a way. I would think they would do some of it, like the morgue scene and uh, stuff like that. I would love it if they did. But there's also a way of making this house feel like you're just walking through different rooms of a house. And they have enough material from the show to do that. Right. I mean, they they got to do the morgue scene. For sure. You would think. Yeah. That was such a big point in the show. But, uh, yeah, there's a couple things they'll do outside of it. I think they will, too, but it's just an interesting thought that they could really just make this feel like you walked into a house, and instead of, like, walking through the show, per se, you're walking through the rooms of the house. Yeah. No, either way, it would be fine, but I think to cover the show, you would have to do more than just the house. But... What do I know? Maybe not. All right. So what do you want to see from this? Obviously, we want, we wouldn't mind seeing the morgue scene. Yeah. I, you know, I, I hope they just take... Because it's, it, it, it's a big show to cover. So there was definitely... I mean, there were so many, like, standout moments of chill and scare and shock. Like, if they could cover just those three things I just said, like the chilling, the scary, and then the shocking stuff, if they could just do, a, like, a, a blend of that with, you know, just making it look like the show, I'll be happy. You know, you don't have to tell the whole story or what. Just do prominent parts of the show and kind of lead it up to build through the house to where the scares get bigger. And uh, I'd be completely happy with that, man. Yeah, I'm going to read this other little part, but uh, it says this is different for you and I, and it's worth discussing. This won't be your typical HHN haunted house where it's intense scares from the get-go. It will start with more of those sinister, creepy vibes that make the little hairs on the back of your neck stand up. It will simmer and build tension with subliminal scares, and then boom, the action hits you. Just wait until you experience the final scene. Yeah. I mean, it, it would be cool, like, I mean, that's definitely the way to do it. I mean... Because movies like that build, you know, it starts off small and then, you know, this happens and then more happens and then more happens and it, and it slow, it slowly just builds you into madness. But like, uh, 
it would be cool if they could show just a little bit of um, what each character, the, the siblings, mm-hmm. like what what their downfall or what their bad thing was that led them into. Yeah, that'd be cool. You know, uh, the one boy was like the drug addict and, you know, the other sister was just kind of his caretaker and the other sister, the... Uh, she could see like uh she had that skill to see uh what was it you remember she went into the oh yeah where that little girl was being like abused yeah and she could see what happened by laying on the couch so she could like touch something and figure and it feel, out kind of clairvoyant yeah yeah like that like feel what happened in that area and uh and like they all had kind of their own little personality and um, and that that built into uh, into the end of the show. So hopefully they could cover a little bit of that, leading you through the house to the you know the big crescendo. Yeah, it's it's interesting to think uh, we've never had heard we've never had a house or walk through a house that I would describe the way they just described that to where there's always the big ending, but it feel the first room is just as intense as the eighth room. So it'll be interesting to walk into a house that it feels like they're trying to make it so that it maybe not scary in the first few rooms, but like an overall creepy vibe. And then you just don't really know when this first scare is coming. Yeah. Uh, that'll be interesting. It could work. Could be just a boring room, which I don't think so. And I don't think you and I will think that, but I think certain people will probably say that. But it's interesting to think that we could be walking through an HHN house that the first few rooms might not have scares at all. Right. Which that would be awesome for me. Like, yeah. I think that would be great. That sets up Hill House. That's what it is. Like, yeah, the build. I mean, that that if they could somehow make the build tense, like and, they were waiting for something to happen. And you know how Hill House is famous for hidden ghost. Yeah, that's how you make it tense. Yeah, first few rooms, you're getting, you're in the Hill House, but you're getting glimpses of these hidden ghosts, and you just keep waiting for the first one that isn't just yeah. a ghost. Which one's going to jump out at you? Which one is... And if you go through a few rooms of nothing happening, yeah. you're all of a sudden going to be like, just just get me. Yeah. Like, just just get me so I can get this first scare over with. I mean, you got to imagine, like, through, throughout the house, because they always kind of have that one reoccurring thing that does jump scares. Yeah. You imagine, like, at some, some point you're going to turn corners and that sister's going to pop out like she did in the van. Oh, that's the worst scare ever in movie history. It fucking got me when twice. She's, yeah, me too. Because yeah. I was waiting for my wife to... Same thing like, happened to me. I'm like, well, this is going to get her. This yeah. is going to get her. And it got you. And then yeah. it got me. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so scary, that part. Like, such a jump scare. Just so unexpected. If you if you go back and watch the show, you, you'll, you'll know what we're talking about eventually. Just If they do that throughout the house, just every once in a while... And just ah, sister just jumps out like, <laughs> and just images of the bent neck lady throughout the house is gonna give me the fucking creeps. Oh yeah, because there's a couple different ways they could use her. I want to walk out of this house, and even if I don't feel scared, which you're not gonna get scared, but you know what I mean. Those mm. jump scares. I want to walk out of this house feeling dirty, like just creepy, <laughs> like you know what I mean, yeah. just like uneasy. Yeah. Oh, I can't. This is the house to do it. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. We got to see Bet Neck Lady already, yeah. obviously. I want to see. I'm okay with 
mostly just seeing images of Bent Neck Lady because she's creepy as shit anyhow. Yeah. I want that one big drop down. Yeah. That, that one big drop down that creates her. That's got to happen. It's got to happen. And it will. It will. I, mean, I just hope we get it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. This one... This one might topple the list of a lot of years we've went. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking there what that would look like, how how they could do that and make sure everybody sees the scare. It's going to be hard. It, it's almost like... It's almost like you want to you want to create a room that's more difficult to navigate through, so you got everybody in there at once. Then it can and drop, then the and then drops. by the time everyone gets out of it, you have it pulled back up. So the next group and the next through. group can. Yeah. You almost have to treat it like a giant group scare that of way only, ten people. Yeah, that way only like a couple people miss it. And the people, and there's no way to avoid it with that kind of timing scare. Some yeah. people are going to miss it. That or they just keep doing it continuously every 30 seconds. She just keeps falling. And you just don't, you're just like, stop! <laughs> Quit killing her! You're I can't killing take her! It. I can't. You're, just, you're trying to save her? Hold her, like, hold her up? <laughs> Sir, please don't touch it. Please don't touch it. Let's stop killing her! <laughs> this is horrible. It's Mal. I'll never forget the year we went into, uh, it was 25, I think. It was. Walking Dead. And we walked in, and they were even slicing the oh, throats. Oh, that's not even what I thought you were going to go with. Never? I think was that twenty five? I was twenty six. I think. Was it? I know our, my brother was. With so us. it was either the, one of the first two years. I think that was twenty six. So there was that one scene in Walking Dead where the guy was just cutting human throats and, and letting the blood pour out like into the had thing. him over the trough. Yeah, in the trough, and uh, <laughs> me, me and we all walked in. And I was like, I was so I was so into that show at the time and I knew exactly what he was getting ready to do and he's, he's pacing back and forth with that big blade and I was like oh got that motherfucker and he just grabbed it like, he, he looked at you yeah, and- he did it like cheese it with us and just fucking totally sliced the bitch I- and blood went everywhere I was like yeah I thought you were going to talk about the purge moment from 25 which one was that oh the walk through oh, the, yeah, girl. the girl yeah the girl you know there's only like I've only ever heard. I'm pretty big into the HHN like Facebook communities and this and that. Uh, most of the people on those think that's a myth <laughs> that it ever happens. Yeah. And I've ran into like four other people out of like the ten thousand that it happened to them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we were right there. You saw. I mean, it, it I definitely it. happened. Yeah. So I think we've told the story, but we gotta tell it again. If yeah, we're just gonna I don't mind telling it again because you know I know there's people that that haven't listened or probably listened that, that are wondering if this actually did ha- does yeah, happen. And it we does. were the lucky fools that, that it happened to. So we're outside of the facade. We're getting ready to go in the building and this little little pretty girl walks up. She's a little cute girl. Harmless pilot. is yeah, the looked, best way of... Harmless. She was just a cute young lady like tw- maybe 20 years old, 18, 20 years old, something like that. I couldn't tell. It was kind of dark. And she's like, hey, can I can I cut in? Because uh, I lost my group. I yeah, she's like, like, I got turned around, which the lines can be confusing. Yeah, she's just kind of like, I, I lost my group. Can I cut in? And I was like, yeah, sure. Because I'm a gentleman. Yeah. And uh, and she got right in front of us and is walking through Talking the house. to us occasionally. No, she didn't say shit. You're making that up. She didn't say anything. She was right in front of us and she just was like kind of walking through like, like, uh, like anybody else would. Because there was nothing to say. She was just kind of like, 
looking around the corners. And once she got up to this one corner, some dude jumped out of a closet, grabbed her, pulls her in, and fucking starts knifing her in the fucking gut. And, blood, and she got all fucking bloody in her chest and shit. And we just fucking lost our shit, man. It was the fucking coolest thing ever. And it is not a myth. We we witnessed it firsthand. Yeah, it definitely happens. Yeah. Totally badass. And when I said saying stuff, I meant before we walked into the house. She did turn around to us and was like, thank you, and blah, 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 like she was a normal person. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I remember it like it was yesterday. She literally came around the corner of the building. Yeah. She said, hey, I lost my group. Like, Can she sold that she was not yeah. in any part yeah. of the way. It wasn't a whole lot of talking. She just kind of like... Yeah. Asked us if she could cut in front because she lost her group. And that was pretty much it. And then she walked and it in was and, and just probably got what? In. Like three rooms in when they grabbed her? Uh, or, was, no, or two? It was very, it was very close. Was it the second room? It was very soon. I think we at least walked through one full room. We, no, no, no. We didn't even get to a room. It was in a, it was in a hallway and we took one corner. And around that corner. Yeah, because the house the opened up with a hallway. Yeah, yeah, the closet was at the corner. And that's where the guy Yeah, so kind of like we the end of the first yeah, room. It was real soon. I don't even think it was. Uh, I don't even think it was a room. I think it started off as like a hallway. We were just walking down this. It, yeah, we, I mean, but we were getting the, the alarm was going off. And yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I consider. I consider. We walked through the facade, so I consider yes. that the first room. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Once you walk through the facade, I consider the house to have started. Yeah, yeah, but it, yeah. Once once we got to the end of that first hallway. That guy was waiting off in the corner and pulled her in the closet. Either way, it was fucking awesome because we had no idea she was part of the event. Like, yeah. Oh, it was bad. And this is an event where they can't touch you, so that was just kind of shocking. Like, yeah. Yeah, and I didn't. I had no idea that it was coming. I don't know if it was the drinks that didn't. <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think so. I'm I don't just, know why, or she was just she acted it very well, but it caught me off guard for sure. It was awesome. Yeah, but well, it definitely once does. It started, once it started happening, the jig was up. I, I knew what was going on once it happened. Yeah, I was like, "There's not really somebody murdering her right in front of me." Yeah, we never thought yeah. that. But we like immediately, when, it, when it happened, I thought it was really cool. Yeah, we immediately it. knew she was part of it. And we ain't gotten got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it was it was awesome. Yeah, it, it was, was so much fun. So cool. It just that type of shit is just the stuff you remember, you mm-hmm. know. And and they they create a lot of memorable moments like that in these houses. That's what keeps us going back every year because there's always these the these, detail these, and the, these there's details, little yeah. moments that you'll just never forget. Yep. You'll, we'll, we'll forget almost every major detail of the houses, except we'll there'll be names those... names of houses. We'll forget what years they were, but we'll always the, remember those moments. Those little moments. Yeah. I'll never forget one of the Walking Dead years. I don't remember which one, but the forest they created. <laughs> Do you remember, like, we found out, like, in the last couple of years that, like, everybody has that, like, HHM blur? Yeah. <laughs> it's a thing? It is. Like, everybody gets it. Like, I thought it was just, like, because we drank... So much alcohol that we we couldn't put things together, but everybody gets that blur. Like, what year was it? What house? Yeah, what, what, like, what rooms were in that house? Did they show this? Yeah, so it's really not. It, it's hard to take all the memories with you because it does kind of blend together. But well, it's like there's there's moments that stick out or just they never leave you. And it's so quick, and there's so much going on, and yeah. so many rooms. I mean, there's ten houses, ten rooms a house. You walk through a hundred rooms. Yeah, that year with. Trying to pick up on every little detail while being herded along and people jumping out at you, like it's just so alive, man. That park just comes alive during HHN. That's what I said. That's my favorite thing is walking through after we leave the park that day, and we go back. And as soon as you walk through those gates, not this, not to use some 
cheesy like vi like word that people use, but it just feels electric. Yeah. Like it just has yeah. a different feel. It's like walking into the greatest yeah. party you'll ever yeah. walk into. It is. It really is. It's like a big like fucking post apocalyptic fucking party or something in the streets. Like just just a little more tame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little more corporate. A little safe. A little safer. <laughs> All right. So we got two more to talk about. Unless you want to just keep going on memories in Hill House. Because <laughs> I'm excited for Hill House. Ah, the trailing off is the best part of the show. <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, no, keep going. They just released two more houses. And the same day, so yeah. we'll, we'll talk about them however. So we're going to start with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. This is a house Nick and I had seen before in 26, I want to say, because your brother was with us. Mm-hmm. And it definitely wasn't year one. No. Uh, wasn't a huge fan of the house, so I'm excited to see him do it again. Yeah. Uh, I think we got a bad walkthrough, but we didn't realize back then that bad walkthroughs were really a thing. Yeah, that is something important to take with you. Like, it, sometimes if there's a house you really want to see, and you walk through it, and you're like, ah, oh, that wasn't as good as I thought. Try it again, for sure, because a lot of times you just don't catch the scares at the right time. They get the guy ahead of you or the guy behind you, and, and it... And it I, it just it, it can make for a bad run, but like some houses are just like that. To use one of we didn't realize why because we didn't know as much back then. I don't think, but I'll use the example of I think you and my even me and your brother talked about it after the first night we went. The next morning, we were super excited for Freddy versus Jason, yeah. and both of us admitted like it was a cool house, but it was kind of a little bit of a letdown compared to the others. And then we walked through it that night again. Yeah. And it felt like a completely different house. Yeah, I really like. I house. loved that house. Yeah, I, really I loved it. It was awesome. Yeah, but I think maybe we should have walked through Matt Texas Chainsaw Massacre again. I just don't think we realized how big of a timing thing it is, and how much a bad walkthrough can really change your opinion of the house. Right. But anyhow, so this one, I think it'll be will be different. They're not going to do the same house over again, but I'm pretty excited about it because it's a great film. But you've seen the 1974 horror classic. Now it's your turn to experience it for yourself. Enter the dilapidated Sawyer house and meet Leatherface and his demented family of merciless butchers. Will you make it out in one piece or in pieces? Step right inside the story, experiencing every nightmarish moment for yourself. Explore every family room of the Sawyer home from the parlor to the blood splattered kitchen. You'll face carving knives, meat cleavers, meat hooks, and of course, that roaming, slicing, flesh-dripping chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, this... It's hard to believe that this house was a letdown, considering it's so prime for this event. Like, and it, It's perfect for this event. And this reading, this description, makes me think it'll be what I said Hill House could be. Yeah. I don't think we're ever leaving the Sawyer home. Right. I think this whole house will take pl- the facade's going to be the Sawyer home. Yeah. It's going to feel like we're walking into an actual house, and the house will be the house. Well, that's how they did it last time, wasn't was, it? I think so. Pretty I don't remember sure. if they did any of the outside scenes. Yeah. I think it'd be really cool if once you leave this house, they have Leatherface outside doing the yeah the the one outside part. But this one, you're right, man. This is ripe for Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, I do remember the one cool part was when Leatherface would slam the metal door. That together. metal door. Yeah. That was badass. It he got you would, every time. Yeah, it was so would, loud. I think, what, what, would he drag that girl in and then slam the doors? Yeah. 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 So it had that one visual that was really cool. But Which this one will have to. There's yeah. no way they don't do that. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was fine. It just wasn't, 
as great as we thought it was going to be. Yeah, we had a lot of build up for this one. I hope they're not just. I hope they're not just throwing together the same house as before. I like, don't think they are. Yeah, they got to so mix it up. The reason why I say that is they did that for American Werewolf in London, which was perfectly fine because you and I had never seen it before. That's a great, and house. we were pumped for it. But they very specifically told people, even in the announcement. That it was going to be the same house from two years earlier. Like, they kept hammering home that point that this is the same house. This is the same house. What do I? I think so people wouldn't be let down that it is, that it's not like a unique change on it. Oh, okay. uh, they haven't said that about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So I do think this is going to be a new take on it. Maybe it was a house that was, wasn't rated very well during all the surveys. Maybe it wasn't just us. And maybe they want another shot at it. If that's the case, I'm super pumped for it then because you know they're going to turn it up. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they've tweaked it. You know, if it didn't do well in the past, then they'll definitely try and amp it up. Yeah, otherwise there's no point in bringing it back. Yeah. I'd hate for them to just start putting filler in. That would be fucking pretty, a pretty bad idea. Yeah, and they know, they've never done it before, so I have no reason to believe they're going to do it yeah. now. Like, uh, But I'm pretty, I'm, I'm excited for this one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love the movie series. The movie's so. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first the one house we walked through was based off the 74 movie, right? For some reason, I thought it was just Leatherface. Maybe it was. Maybe that's the difference. Maybe this is strictly the 74 movie. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure the one we went through was just Leatherface. Was just a Leatherface house with, yeah. like, the greatest hits, kind of? Yeah, just... just yeah, some of the things that he's done and stuff. Not based on, like, his movie, his solo movie or anything. It was yeah, just, I know what you mean. It just, was just they, they wanted to use his likeness. Likeness, his it. character. Yeah. I mean, if we look back, I'm sure we would find out real quick. But I'm pretty sure it was just the Leatherface house. You, you might be right. I don't really remember much about this house at all. I know it was 26. That's all I know. Yeah. But I'm excited for it. It's it's. I think they're going to do a good job. Yeah. HHN loves their chainsaws. <laughs> yeah. I just want to see Chop Top dancing with nubbins. That's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> you just wanted to say that sentence. Is yeah. what you wanted. <laughs> That's it. Chop Top dancing with nubbins. <laughs> and if you get that, you're a okay in my book. Yep. We can hang out. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. So we got one more house left. A classic. Yes, it is. It's it's a borderline between a original house that HHN has created and based off a film, but it is Universal Monsters, The Bride of Frankenstein Lives. Yeah. So this time, The Bride of Frankenstein is stepping out of the shadows and taking her fate into her own bloody hands. The mate will have her monster and the monster his mate. Enter the lower ruins where Frankenstein's monster pulled the lever to bring down the walls and destroy him and his bride. Recoil in horror as she tries to bring him back at any cost, honoring her diabolical genius one harvested body at a a time. Don't get caught between her and the brides of Dracula, who she captures and drains in hope of reanimating her love. Yeah. So this seems like it's going to be... Kind of an original house with Universal's own story. And a bit of a love story. Yes, it takes. It sounds like it takes place where they're almost telling you what the first room is going to be. Right. It's going to be the, manch, the, the lower ruins of the castle 
after the castle has come collapsed and she's going to be trying to revive Frankenstein because she lived. Uh, And then I guess the quest that she's on is just bringing her love back and getting as many new body parts as what she can. (laughs) Pretty cool to hear that the Brides of Dracula are going to be there. Gives you another, another scare that's not just the Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. Because you don't want just one thing over and over again. And Universal get some hotties for that role. They will. (laughs) Uh, I'm pretty pumped for this one. Uh, we we're always marks for the Universal Classic monsters. Yeah, I'd be it'd be cool to see Universal kind of create their own house based around it. Just picturing the one thing that makes me more excited for this house than I thought I was going to be is picturing the 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 collapsed mansion, the creepy elect- electric stuff he used, like oh, just the creepy crazy. mad scientist vibe of it I think is going to be just an awesome setting for a house yeah I think it's going to be really cool anything you're looking forward to in this one no man I I mean I love the classic monsters and stuff but Bride of Frankenstein was one that never really uh, was top of my list I like the concept of everything but like uh, uh, I'm just going to take this one in see what they have to offer see what they did with it and I'll have an opinion afterwards yeah, it's, it's a tough one to really get. I mean, it's a tough one to say like, oh, I want to see this, I want to see that, because I think they're creating their own story. Yeah. And I'm like you. I don't, I don't even know if I consider Bride of Frankenstein to be one of the major universal monsters. Obviously, she is one. Right. But she's kind of attached to Frankenstein. Right. And honestly, out of all the major universal monsters, I think Frankenstein might be the bottom of the list for me. I mean, I'm digging this so far, though, dude, because look at it. Like, you got Beetlejuice. That's going to be the fun kind of comedy house. Uh, Haunting of Hill House is going to be your suspenseful, eerie house. You got Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is your gory, probably slasher. bloody, gory. Yeah, you got Bride of Frankenstein, which is your classic monsters house. Like, and then you got Jack doing his thing, tying it all together. Tying it all together. I mean, they're they're setting this up to be a really well thought out year. Yeah, you're kind of right. It's all different vibes. Yeah, I can't wait to see what some of these original houses are. They're going to release because. I mean, that's really going to be the the thing that, that, that the net, sets it over the yes, top. Like, what do we got coming? As much as we love all the stuff based off movies, and it gives us a lot more to talk about on the podcast, because yeah. we can talk about the scenes we want to see in this one, we usually end up leaving that event yeah. with the original houses HHN comes up with being our favorites. Yeah. And for, for I think for a main reason is there's no limitation on Yes. That. You know, you're kind of boxed in when you do these movie things. You have to make them like the movie. And you're beholden to to these big scenes. Exactly. And which people love that and the nostalgia of it. But when you can actually just create from nothing and create this world inside these houses. these fucking brilliant minds of creating from nothing. Yeah, they do wonderful houses at HHN, the the original houses. And and it's like, it's like the the bait is, is the... The, the known houses, the Beetlejuice and the Chainsaw Mask. That's what that's brings in. That's what brings in. in the masses. Yeah, they they used uh, Walking Dead for years to bait people in, but then once you got there, you started realizing, oh man, these original houses are fucking. Yeah, dope. they they bait people in with the the what they call IPs intellectual properties, right. but you come back for the originals, right? Uh and I can't wait to start seeing them get announced. Like and like I said, Bride of Frankenstein is almost sort of like an original. So I'm pretty pumped for that one. Right. Uh, 
But you're right. Overall, the houses that have been announced all have a different vibe. They all they all do things that HHN does well, but they all do different things that HHN does well. Right. You have a you, yeah. Could you put together a quick anticipation list? Out of the ones we just listed, yeah. Uh, What's your five? Uh, number one anticipation is definitely Hill House. Yes, mine too. And I guess two is going to be whatever they're doing with Jack. That's what I have down too. <laughs> Three, probably. Uh. I almost want to see Bride of Frankenstein. That's what I have. <laughs> I have a list I already wrote, and so far we're three for three. And then I guess I'm going to go... Probably Chainsaw Massacre of the Beetlejuice. We have the exact same list. Really? <laughs> yes, look. Let me see. Hill House, Jack House, Frankenstein, Chainsaw Massacre, Beetlejuice. Wow. <laughs> Oh my god. That's funny. That is fucking hilarious. I definitely did not think we'd have the same one. I thought putting Frankenstein at three would... Frankenstein at three and Beetlejuice at five, I thought we'd be different. Dude, we know each other way too fucking well. That's fucking hilarious. We did not do that ahead of time. I wrote down my list ahead of time, but I didn't even tell Nick That's crazy. that I did he, it. No, he's got the books sitting way across the table. I never even fucking saw. I didn't even know he wrote them down. He just kind of put me on the spot there. Like, that is crazy. I feel like put, sometimes being put on the spot on stuff like that is the best way to tell what you're actually looking for and do the most. Right. Like, because uh, we've done these lists in the past, and ours have always varied by, like, two or three. But that was that was insane. I just read off what you got written down. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking funny. That's awesome, man. That just that just shows where our heads are at with this. We'll right definitely now. do it. We'll definitely do a wrap up of most anticipated as it gets closer to the trip and everything's been announced because right. we always do most anticipated before we get there and then we'll rank them after we leave. And rarely are they the same. Like right. a lot of times, houses there's always that one house that we had like down at eight that ends up coming in at like two or three because yeah. we just weren't was not expecting it. Yeah, I remember one year my my number one pick was last like oh, it was, you the, it was what the it worst was? house uh it was the thing that was like little house of horrors from space or whatever like they were like plants from space or something oh uh, it was like plant life got wrecked here from space or yeah oh my god it sounded really cool paper when we got there, seeds of extinction yes 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 it sounded really cool, and then when we walked through it, it was just kind of like the same thing over and over, and it just it didn't do a whole lot. But there's other other people that have that as one of their best houses they've ever walked through. Yeah, but, but I, you I, I remember our particular runs. We we were you and I agreed it was kind of lackluster. Yeah, we put it last. But we also that was a year of incredible originals. Yeah, because Slaughter Cinema was there. <laughs> Boy, was uh, that good? Was that that was the same year as that Angels versus Demons house? I think. Right. And which was just beautiful and awesome. And it's the only time, it's the first time we've ever seen a bungee jump scare coming at us from the ceiling. <laughs> oh, and, and that one house did that similar shit. Was, uh, it was like the Twisted Nightmares or whatever, or the Twisted yes. Fairy Tales. Scary Tales. Yeah. Oh, my God. And the facade for that. Oh, man. And then, then, then the actors and stuff. Like, oh. So that one, Rapunzel we, we, had her hair ripped out. Like, so who would, do you remember who the witch was at the beginning? I just know when you turn the corner to walk into the sound stage, you could see the front of the house and it was a giant castle. But at the top of the castle was a girl on a 
on like a bungee type cord that they could pull up and she just swung she's down swinging flying around like yeah. she's a witch yeah yeah that shit was cool man scary tales was definitely a surprise house for us that was a badass we had house. that near the bottom cause we just weren't really looking forward to it that much what was the one where the dudes were real tall Oh, you're thinking? You mean year one? I don't know. I don't know if it was year one or not, but there was those guys were on stilts or something. They were like seven feet, eight feet tall, like, and they scared the shit out of me one time. One time they got me real good. I don't know. What house was that? You sure you're not thinking of body collectors? The one that was in the blizzard? No, because they were pretty big. No, no, no. Okay. I don't know. No, the the the, the character they were playing was specifically a large character. Wouldn't have been Yeti. No, it wasn't Yeti. I, even though I enjoyed Yeti. Was it... I, I liked Yeti. The one from the last event we went to that had the the Roman Gladiator feel? Because those creatures were pretty big. I don't know. I'd have to look back. Okay. But, yeah, I remember uh, there was something like that one year where the dude, the dudes were huge. I thought they just hired guys that were like seven feet tall, but it turns out they were like... In, like stilt uniforms or yeah. something like but it was it was fucking cool man because they were intimidating looking remember all the people they hired to play Jason they yeah. were some big yeah they were big, big motherfuckers big ass Jasons that one Jason scared my brother for me yes <laughs> he didn't get me and I purposely was like dude please get this guy behind me and he two fucking, spots behind because I was in the middle he, of you yeah. he kind of gave me like the fucking heads up and fucking ducked into the shadows and they had those kegs those beer kegs and he fucking hammered it with that machete <laughs> and my brother almost shit his pants it was so great oh my god I and they it. normally don't normally you can't do stuff like that like normally you can't really get the scare actors to yeah get who you want because there's just not enough time you're not really supposed to interact with them yeah. but that was it's great when you can though man yes like that is. guy that cut the girl's throat like in, in the walking dead and the year they yeah. did trick or treat in the Sam was just kind of hanging out with us for a little bit. We yeah, would tell him who oh, to go get. Man. Sam was great. He was awesome, but he'd run off and try to get whoever we pointed out. Yeah, yeah. There's, uh, I mean, just, just what? There's a lot of class people that work there, man. They take their job serious. I mean, from the bartenders to the food service to the to the uh, entertainment. I mean, it's it's such a cool place to go. Like, I can't I can't put that place over enough. Like. They just they really yeah, they really get it right, man. If you're in the horror, you're in the Halloween parties. Yeah. You like haunted houses. We'll tell you, you get jump scares. It's not a scary event. You're at a, a theme park still. Like they don't grab you. Well, it they all don't... depends who you are. I it mean, it if, depends on what your level of scare. Is. I know if my wife would walk through it, she'd be digging her. My sister head. too. Yeah, my sister like, would be freaking out. Yeah, there's certain people that just that type of shit. But. If you're on the fence about whether or not it's going to be too scary for you, but you can kind of handle scary things, chances are it's not. But it's just a lot of fun. It's a giant Halloween party. It's just a great, great time. Absolutely, man. Walking through some of the best set designs you will ever see. Getting blood shots from the drink girls and fucking going to the beer vendors and fucking getting our fucking uh, Oktoberfest beers. Uh, just... Pounding, pumpkin beers. Pounding and beers. Going to Finnegan's and having a shot. Fucking, oh, dude. Like, 
We had we have so much fun. When we they didn't there. do this the last year, but years past. Sometimes you'd leave some of the houses, and they had that little. They'd have shot carts set up yeah. where you could buy like a beer, but also a fireball shot. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah. Can't wait. I <laughs> know, <laughs> oh, dude. It's just so much, so much fun. Just it is it's forgetting about everything in life for a while, and just it's the being thirteen best. years old again. <laughs> Oh, and man. letting yourself get scared. I think that's a big part of it. Just kind of letting yourself get those jump scares. Instead of like having to act like, oh, you didn't get me. Like, play along a little bit. It's fun. Yeah. I love playing along with them. Yeah, sometimes yeah. even when they don't actually even get me at all, I'll jump a little bit. Because they tried. Like, yeah. I want to give them a... We just get the spirit of it, Yeah. Man. We just love playing along with them. Fuck it. I love feeling like I'm kind of like in the in the movies that I've been watching yeah. all these years. It's, it's just so fun to play along. You're always... You almost become... A bit of an actor yourself when you're in there. You just kind of have fun playing along with the, the yeah, actors. They they jump out at you, and maybe you did see it coming, but you give them that little scare. You see that they're happy, yeah. and, and sometimes they really do fucking get you. Sometimes they. Re- I remember Scarecrow. Yeah, was that the house with the tall people? I think so. That's the house was scary as shit. Yeah, yeah. that's probably still the the scariest house we've ever walked. Yeah, through. I think that was it. Remember, I don't know if you'll remember this, but they have like boo doors and stuff. And usually there's one or two per room. Boo holes. Yeah, boo holes. And I guess the way it looked like it was set up, the actor on the left-hand side of the room had two different holes he could choose from for which scary he was going to use. Yeah. And then there was one on the other side of the room, kind of in the middle of those two. Well, he got me good as soon as I walked in. <laughs> yeah. And I like jumped and turned around and... And then the actor on the other side got me, <laughs> and it made me turn around again. And the first actor used his second boo hole <laughs> and like got me. They, they got Try me like that. three times in uh-huh. one room. I'm like, just stop, quit <laughs> it. <laughs> There's nowhere I can go. Holy shit! Uh, yeah, it would make sense that that was the house. I think it was Scarecrow. Yeah, I mean, they, it seems like every year. They genuinely scare each of us one big time. Yes. We're just like, I'm out of this motherfucker. A lot of small times and at least one big time. And then just everywhere else, it's a lot of laughs. And and even the big times, soon as the scare is over, at least if you're Nick and I, like us, our immediate reaction right after that is to crack up laughing. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just fun. There's always that thing in the back of your head, like, what if there was, what if they did hire some, like, psychopath? Psycho that's just really a killer. just wanted to kill people. (laughs) I'd be dead. Uh, I cannot wait. Uh, I love the fact that we have our same top five so far. That's so funny, dude. Let's see how it goes from here. Yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of houses to be released. Uh, do we want to go into a little bit of speculation? What, how, many, how many houses are they doing? Is your team? Five. Or ten. Ten total? They have five left, yeah. So far, dude, I'm, I'm well, bound. Technically, they have... Six left, because we still don't even know much about the Jack House. We just know there is going to be one. We don't know Jack shit about that. No, we do not. So technically, there's still six houses left to release. Uh, I don't think they could say much about a Jack House that's going to make that fall too far down on my list. Yeah. Uh, do we do we want to go into speculation that's kind of hit the internet these days about one of the houses, or just wait till it's announced? Uh, it's too much to get into. Now. Yeah, I say we just wait till it's announced There's to get too into much it. Hearsay. We, and we've never really delved in. We we like that. 
these people try hard to keep this under wraps. They're, they're not trying very hard to keep that one. They're not, but <laughs> but they want to announce it how they want to announce it with the information they want out there when it comes out. I don't so even like mind that. If, you, if you're going to put it out there like that, it's going to get talked about. I don't even mind that, but it's the fact that like right now in this show at this point, we would have to we have to so go into a backstory. We'd have to go into a lot of why yep. the outs is. Let's just wait till and they release it, and then we'll do the backstory. And their official announcement will probably have better backstory than what we can do. Anyhow. Exactly. So exactly, I agree with you. So we'll we'll punt that on the back burner. A lot of things back there, uh, <laughs> but to wrap up the HHN segment, just yeah, two second break because yeah. it is fucking back. My and friend. as always, we just promote the hell out of this uh, event because we love it so much. If you've never been and you listen to our show, take it from us. We we love it. I mean, all ages. Just if you, if you if if you can walk and and you can get around a park pretty good. Nick yeah. and I saw the most beautiful thing one year. What? Oh, she was gorgeous. <laughs> what, wait, what was <laughs> uh, No, the old couple. Oh my God! Tell the, them about the old couple. I forget which one was in the wheelchair. I forget if it was the guy or the girl. I think the. Yeah, it was the woman. I think it was the woman. Yeah, the woman. And he wheeled her. They were walking around that whole park for HHN. And at a certain point, you can go through the houses in wheelchairs. They have them wide enough that there is wheelchair access. Right. And the rooms that are narrow, I did discover that they have an alternate path for wheelchair people that you just go around the room. Right. Uh, but they didn't want to do that. Yeah. And he got up to where the line was, to where you cut it off. And he got her out of her wheelchair. And these people had to have been in, what, their 80s? Oh, yeah. Easily. Easily 80s. Late 70s, 80s, hell, maybe even 90s. Yeah, I think easily 80s. I don't think there was any 70s to it. Yeah. Uh, But it was just the greatest thing because it looked like they were diehard fans. They had been coming for a while. I think one of them, we even commented, was wearing an HHN shirt. Yeah. And it was just beautiful. It was so awesome. It was. And Nick and I said, that's going to be us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's it was a sight to see, man. Like, I, I mean, who knows why they were there? It could have been their grandson works there, so who knows? But I mean, just what we from from the picture we saw, it was a couple that had probably been together for 40, 50 years that was enjoying the same thing. And I feel together. like, and the only reason why I feel like it probably was, maybe a grandson does work there, but the reason why I feel like it wasn't like a first time they were actually fans of the event, because I think if it was just that. They probably would have used the wheelchair and went through the house and not gotten the full thing. Oh. They look like they cared about getting the full effect of the house. And she got up off her wheelchair and he helped her walk a little bit and it was fucking awesome. Yeah, that's a better story that way anyway. It is. It is. I like our backstory <laughs> we created and I'm going to believe it no matter what. <laughs> All right, but speaking of some horror, yeah. We watched a little bit of it during uh, my staycation. Yeah. Big thing out right now, a little three-movie trilogy on Netflix called Fear Street. Extravaganza, if you will. I would call it an extravaganza. <laughs> uh, so anyone that's not familiar with it, it's based off more adult version books from R.L. Stein. Right. Uh, famous for Goosebumps, but he did write a whole series called Fear Street, and Netflix has adapted that in the film, but I, I after we've watched all of it and I'm willing to read a little bit more of it, I'm discovering that a lot of what was taken from R.L. Stein was the overall story about the town. These actual stories themselves were created for the movies. Right. So I didn't know that. I thought these actual stories of the individual killers were in 
the books, but they're not. It's just a book about that town. Okay. And the, and the movies came up with different ones. But uh, so it's Fear Street 1994 was the first one released. Obviously, it took place in what year? 1994. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, second was Fear Street 1978, and the third one was Fear Street 1666. Yes, so clearly it is a. Uh... They connect. They are, it's a running story throughout the three movies. And, uh, I mean, it's... I mean, I, I, I probably... I, I haven't put too much thought into it, but I seriously think it might be the most exciting horror thing since Hill House. Do you, do you agree, Jason? I 100% agree. Jason 100% agree. <laughs> he, he went to get a drink. No, I, I definitely think it's the most exciting horror thing. And I would even say I thought going into it like, oh, this might be okay. Really like the first one. It stays that good throughout. And yeah. it's one of the... It's hard to think of a horror series that is that put together three movies of that quality. And, and the way they put it together. It wasn't like your normal... Movie sequel, third sequel or second sequel. It wasn't. It wasn't like that. It was the way they combined these movies and jumped them around and stuff. It, it literally was like a Back to the Future trilogy of horror. Almost. It was, and each one tied into the last one. And yeah, I highly recommend if you're going to watch them. If you can't sit down and watch all three in a row, because that's about six hours, I would do it to where you could probably watch all three in one week. And if you can do them all three in a row, do it, do it, because it's it's worth it. It's and like it, watching one big giant movie. And it, I don't think it'll get boring. I don't think it'll drain you. There's enough differences. I, this isn't ruining anything because we decide we're going to do this with spoiler free since the third one is just released. Right. Uh, but each one kind of has the vibe of the year that they're announced that that the year they take place in. Right. So there's an incredible overarching connecting theme. Yeah. to them but 94 feels like it took place in 94 it feels like the movie could have came out in 94 and it's that kind of horror 78 even though they still connect very much has a late 70s early 80s slasher vibe yeah like it, it's it they feel like one big movie even though they feel like two completely different movies in two a way different genres yeah, yeah it's yeah. hard to describe without going too far into it but and 66 kind of did the same thing right. like it was definitely it, it it's enough that it keeps it fresh you're not going to get bored from it but also it's not such a drastic change that it doesn't feel like one big co- cohesive story. And a lot of times these movies, we've, we've seen these movies that try and do uh, camp and serious and just totally fail. Don't know how to blend the two. This one nailed it. They, they were able to take enough of that R.L. Stein camp and mix it with your, your darker uh, slasher and genre um, yes, it was definitely there, like there was parts when I and I'll just talk about watching the first one. But it was definitely parts watching that first where I'm like, all right, I can see that this was written by R.L. Stein a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But there were also parts where I'm like, oh fuck, this came from R.L. Stein. <laughs> like, 
And not to mention, at one point, we, we were even admiring, like, how well shot this movie was. Like, the camera what? angles and the uh, the suspense, just with, just with the filmography, it was, it was impressive. And well shot for, not just well shot for our time, because it's super clear, super well shot, but well shot for the angles they would use of that genre of that time. Right. Like it just really felt each movie felt of its time. Yeah. But also modern. But modern. Yeah. Like time. in a modern yeah. in the same way. Uh even sixty six, which is kinda obvious there's at least, you know Yeah. But it felt modern. Uh it was a little I mean I enjoyed that it was a little tongue in cheek with like uh it was a little wink wink to like some of the things that they would do in news past years without you know? a doubt but it did and it I the right that. way I yes because uh, uh not scary movie uh scream did that kind of stuff but they put it so far out front that it was like that was that's that, what the, that movie was the movie was. Was, was about yeah but this one kind of hit it but did it did it with like a wink you know like yeah not, 94 uh, definitely had a scream-ish vibe to it yeah. but not so over the top like where scream that's what was unique about it. That was what the movie definitely was. had a uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, without vibe, a doubt, for sure, without a doubt. Yeah, but, but still, but, but the the overall story that combines the three was original. Was so original <laughs> that made it and, I mean, and so believable. I mean, not believable, but so in the horror setting aside, whether or not this stuff could really happen in real life, but a believable reason for us to go to these different times, right? Like it, it just felt cohesive, yeah. and, and you it, didn't question like how is this one story taking place? And when it could go from a laugh earlier in the movie to like some really uh, heart wrenching shit at at points, like yeah, and I will say this: I think they did a a really good job of a lot of horror movies. You know when a character's just there for a body count. Right. They're just there to be part of the body count so we can get another kill. Mm. I love Halloween 2018. I love it. But a lot of the people that were killed in that movie were body count kills. They were just so Michael could kill more people. Right. You weren't really you don't didn't really feel anything for him. This movie had some gut-wrenching kills. Yeah. Like even even not even not characters you've spent a lot of time with. It yeah. was still just aw. But uh, we won't go too far into detail, but even the way they kill characters and then you see how those characters develop in other parts of the stories was also a new twist on how they did this. It's like you you really have to see it to know what we're talking about, but it was so beautifully done and just uh, a new style, a new style to an old genre, you know? From start to finish, I would definitely say I would put Fear Street 1, 2, and 3 up against Scream 1, 2, and 3. Oh, for sure. And I love the Scream series. Yeah. I liked it, too. I don't, I, I don't I know did. if any of them hit the heights of Scream 1, Yeah, but I know none of the three hit the lows of Scream 3. Yeah. So, as an overall trilogy, probably one of the strongest three-movie horrors of the same franchise that we've seen in a long, long time. Yeah, for sure. And it's not even, it's not even like, uh, like we were just saying, it's not like a part one, two, and three. It's one movie. 
that was cut up into three pieces. Yeah, it was smart for Netflix to not wait like, oh, we'll release Fear Street 1, and then a year later we'll release Fear Street 2 and see how it did. Yeah, this they is released them. You didn't want to forget things that happened. Like, everybody does that when you see the second movie. You forget things that happened in the first one, it, but it, it works because they didn't need the first movie for the second one. This one needs the first movie for the second and it needs both of them for the third. And I would say even a step farther than that with the way this movie is, or maybe it's all movies, but you just don't get a chance to do it that much. I don't even think releasing them a year apart, but like, oh, okay, well, since I forgot some, I'm going to rewatch one. I don't think that would have worked as well because you're still on the yeah. rewatching. You don't have that emotional yeah. feeling that you can the first watch. No, I, I think t- it's important first watch yeah. right into the next one, right into the next one. And they released these one week apart. And I think it was brilliant for the impact that the movie needed to make. Right. And I mean, if I, if I had to suggest the perfect way to do it, it would be all in one day. But if you, if you do it any other way, try to do it all within like three days, at least I, I wouldn't wait. And too, I would, I would wait too long. Cause you might lose the vibe and the feel going from one part to the next. Cause it really is like, you know, fucking Lord of the Rings or something. Like it's it's just a big story cut up into and I wish Nick parts. and I would have done that, but we almost did that. We watched part one kinda yeah. when it was released. Right. Then him and I got together and waited till three was out because we enjoyed one so much. Mm-hmm. We waited till part three was out and him and I got together and we watched two and three back to back. Right. And I'm so happy we did. Cause yeah. I'm really glad we did that. I wish, you know, I'd love to say I'd have the stamina to get through all three in one day. <laughs> But that's the ultimate way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I would, like I said, what Nick said is right. If you can do it, if you can't do it that way, but you can do it over three days, also good. I would say at maximum, you wait a week from start one to finish three. If you pick a week, you can knock them all out and, and that's maximum. But I cannot recommend these enough. I will. I do feel like we may need to say, because we have mentioned it's from R.L. Stein, Goosebumps, People out there might be thinking, okay, so my kid's a little too old for Goosebumps, kind of starting to get into horror. This is probably a good branching point. No. It's not. (laughs) It's brutal. It is very brutal. It's brutal. It's bloody. It's horror. Forget about the camp and stuff. I mean, it gets dark at times. And there are some gory, gory scenes. Gory scenes. Gory scenes that made Nick and I look away. As gory as you can imagine it being, it was... At least a, a step above that. Yes. Like, yeah. As gory as any Friday the 13th, yeah. if not gory. It wasn't than, I spit on your grave, but it was it right was, above that. It wasn't gore to shock you for its gore, but it was yeah. definitely gore. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't torture porn. And trust but it me, was, it is disturbing in some scenes. I yes. Know, I know I was a little thrown off during the second movie, but like... uh it all ties together and makes sense in the end, but it was so beautifully shot and done. It was, you know, I'm not going to take anything away from it. It was, it was, it was really well done. Yeah. And I, I want to like, Oh, what was your favorite of the three? And I just don't even want to do it. Cause I, it's all one movie. Yeah. Like I don't want to even separate them. And those kids, man, they, they were such wonderful actors, man. And, and I really hope the main girl there is, goes on to do yeah, big things. There is sort of a main girl for all of them. And she was excellent. I cannot wait to see what she does next because she was great. Looks great on camera. Like you, you believe what You're, she's doing. You believe her acting. She commands the scene when she's in it. Yeah. Whether it's a uh, 
positive scene, a scary scene, anything, your eye just tends to go to her. You, you she under, has that it factor. Yeah, you understand why they picked her for yes the lead. She has that it factor that I think she could go a long ways. But even other than that, some really really good cast members. I mean, yeah, a couple kids from a new show called Cruel Summer that did a good job in that show. There's a couple, as always with Netflix, Stranger Things kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, aforementioned Halloween 2018. There's a character. There's a kid that played in that movie. Just, just a really, really solid cast, start to finish. Some of the best acting I think you'll see in horror. Absolutely. Yeah, I think we really, really like this one. Yeah, <laughs> it was great, man. Yeah, I can't speak on it enough. Yeah. Uh, blunt. Maybe some of it's the I didn't see this coming. <laughs> Freshness yeah. of it, like. Yeah, I just thought it was gonna be a gimmicky, cheesy hard. Maybe a good kids like kids horror type. Yeah, I thought at most I'd be like, for what it was, that was pretty fun. That was a good movie, yeah. and I don't have to say for what it was. It, yeah. I don't have to make qualifiers. It was. Oh, it's got some, and it's got some darker, like kind of, kind of in a way, like I, I guess. Uh... Human interest. Politically correct, maybe like uh I would say human interest sides of it. Like it's it's definitely Yeah, it's definitely uh racy at times. Like it it deals with it deals with subjects that are somewhat in the forefront of of the world right now, like in in a slight way. Not 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 enough to turn you off like all this shit. It doesn't feel forced at all. It doesn't feel like they were pandering to any demographic or anything it feels like it all flew flowed as part of the story right which was another layer to it that was just kind of like wow yeah honestly honestly i think it added to it to me yeah like it definitely didn't feel forced it didn't feel like what it added to me was well even you didn't even need that but it it still added this this layer of sophistication yep because they did it so well that it was just a, a layer I did, another layer I didn't expect to peel it, off the onion. It was almost like, did we check all of our boxes? Oh no, we missed one. Let's get that one in there too, and then that just sealed the deal on every box checked. Yeah, and not like, in like, a, let's check all of our boxes and throw it in there just cause they checked the boxes very well. Yeah, like it was yeah. just they checked every box, but they made sure they paid it like homage or like detail to each yeah. box and like it was it, ju- there was just enough of everything man it was it was so so well done yeah even if you come away from it not loving it as much as what we did i think there's no way you could come away from it saying it wasn't well done yeah they didn't accomplish there's no way you can come away from it thinking they didn't accomplish what they wanted to accomplish out of this series some yeah. of my fit without a doubt some of my favorite horror in a long long time right I mean, you're going to be able, there. There are times throughout the movie you're you're going to be able to to find you know slight holes where uh, I was a little rushed, you know. But that's every goddamn movie. You know, they, they only you only get so much time, and uh, they, they also were, filmed three movies in three months. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so like, uh, yeah, there were just a few. I mean, I, I'm nitpicking here, but like, if you want to, if you want to have to. You know, try and find something wrong with it. I I do think there was a couple times it was like that was a little too Scooby Doo at that point. Like they they just doubled into that too easy. Like that came together too almost too quick. Like, but that's to be expected in yeah. these types of movies. Like, 
it not only is it to be expected, it's almost needed for the story they were telling because it's so vast and over so many decades that to tie it all together like they did, some stuff has to come together easy or you're spending too much time watching them figure it out. I mean, that was the only... I mean, even in a, even in a, we were talking about this the other day. Even in that movie, uh, the Tomorrow War that we loved so much with uh, Chris Pratt. Yes, we loved that movie. I thought it was so well done. It was so great. Even that one got a little rushed at some point, where it was like, let's right, give him the convenient answer. We're just we're just doing this. We're just rushing this along a little too quickly here. Let's give yeah. the convenient answer so we can move this plot forward. Yeah, but we love that movie. So it, it, all movies kind of, it's never going to be perfect. But I mean, this one got as damn close as yeah. you could for what it was trying to do. I, some of those movies like that, especially like this, I don't know if I want to watch how it would play out realistically because. It just take a while. Yeah, <laughs> it take a while to get there. Yeah, it really would. <laughs> You're just kind of wandering around for a while, and be like, "Well, we're stuck." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they probably call it in Hollywood like Armageddon. It. <laughs> uh, we're gonna need to Armageddon that part. That <laughs> yeah, we're gonna Armageddon that. <laughs> Let's just Armageddon the way, our way through that one. And, uh... <laughs> uh... <laughs> call them plot conveniences. <laughs> But all in all, man, goddamn, check those movies out. Uh, and like we said, don't be like, oh, I'll check out part one and see what I think, and maybe I'll get around to the next ones. Don't check out part one till you have time to sit down and know that you're going to be able to check out two and three fairly soon after. Right. But yeah, definitely, in case you cannot tell on the Nick and Jason Excellent Podcast, scale of one to two, hard fucking two. Hard two. Hard two. That's- For sure. It's like what I give the people a hard two. <laughs> sort of a floppy two, but whatever. Oh <laughs> but yeah, check them out. Check them out. Definitely, hey. definitely check them out. HHN coming up. We're stoked. These movies are bomb. New Space Jam was fucking cool. It was cool. Yeah, it was a cool kids movie. I think we had a pretty full show here. I think so. I think we can go on a day. I think we can. I feel good about this one. I feel good about this one. I'm feel glad like we're back. We're back. We got a lot of cool shit to talk about. Back with the breakers. Get Hopefully, the... uh, we'll keep your interest in coming back to our show. And, uh, you know, we really enjoyed putting these out for you guys. And Glad we got to talk about some fun stuff that we loved. Got to take a few two-second breaks with you. Right on. And now we get to sing with you. Let's do it. Do re mi va lo so fa ti do. Farewell and adieu to you, fair Spanish ladies. Farewell and adieu to you, ladies of Spain. Good night. night.